Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we have a special guest for the third time this month. The third time this month! Fultron is on our guest couch. Thanks for coming, man. This is a record for me. Is it? It is. That's awesome. I've never been on this mi- this much in such a short amount of this time. This is the thing. I love this. I enjoy your presence. Ah, oh, thanks. Whenever you're not on it, I miss you. I enjoy presenting myself to you. <laughs> Good. Nope. <laughs> For uh... quickest downhill this podcast has ever gone. <laughs> Super fast. <laughs> Guys, I was adjusting levels. I'm now joining the conversation. What's going on? <laughs> no, you don't. We're just going to move on. So what have you been up to this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so two things. Ah. Zelda hmm. and Destiny. Yep. Um, I mean, that's, that's basically. Can the, we the, just the, like all the, three agree that's yeah. all we've been doing? Okay. That's all we've been doing. That's, that's all, all we've been doing for do. like the past like two months. All yeah. right, next next segment of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so fun Zelda story this time. Okay. So I was going into a area where it's very hot, and I would spontaneously catch fire. Right. Yeah. Yes. And there's a very rare lizard. Yeah. Just outside of this area that you have to run around and catch. Right. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't catch it. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't feel like I was like, oh, there's one over there on the rock, maybe. And you go over there, and it's like a leaf or something. It's the wrong type of lizard, whatever. <laughs> and uh, and so then I, I was like, okay, so how do I do this? And I upgraded. There's a sensor that senses for the the shrines that are around the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can upgrade it and then tell it take a picture of one of these lizards. Right, right, right. And tell it, I want to search for that lizard. And so I spent like a half hour searching for these lizards, and I got all of the uh, all of the elixir. To, I'm like, I'm gonna take on this. I can last for like an hour in this spontaneous combustion area. Yeah. And I get in there and maybe 10 minutes in some dude's like, Oh, by the way, let me give you this. <laughs> you, now you don't have to catch fire. And I have all this elixir and I'm like, what am I going to do with all well, this did you elixir? Get, have you made it to the town? No, not yet, <laughs> bro. I'm uh, right there. I'm on the cusp. Okay. I'm on the cusp. You needed maybe three elixirs. <sighs> See, this is the thing. Like, I was like, I don't know. I'm going into this. Like, there's there's lava everywhere. I don't know. I'm going to be spending lots of time running up and down the lava shore of this mountain. Hmm. And it's like, no, no, you just, you're good now. Once you get to Gerudo Town, you're going to face palm right through your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, those lizards, though. Yeah. All right, here's a question about that, about that mountain. Yeah. At some point, man, I don't even know where... Actually, uh, no, I don't know where. <laughs> I meet this big, huge guy, and yeah. he's like, "I eat rocks." Yeah, yeah, and he says something. He's about, a Goron like, or whatever. He calls yeah. he calls the mountain Mount Death or something. I don't remember oh. what it is. Yeah, Death Mountain. Death Mountain, sure. And uh, does he show back up at Death Mountain when you get there? Uh, well, there's lots of them. Oh, that's their not, race. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, I see. It, it, they, uh, in fact, like, but I do know what you're saying. We're like, oh man, I want to like, do these people follow me places? Sometimes they do. Oh, I know that. That's why I was wondering if he shows back up there. And I always wonder, like, if I teleport back over to the other place, is are they going to be there too? I've done that before. They're not. They're not? Like, okay. Like, if Beetle is at a trading post, you go to a different trading post, he's not necessarily there. So that amazes me because, like, th- it's keeping track of all these tiny little pieces on this gigantic map. Yeah. All well, at the same uh, time. So, like, Beetle, like, so say say you go do something and then go to a different town, he could possibly be there because, theoretically, he had enough time to travel between one and the other. But, like, just instantaneously, instantaneously traveling, it I haven't work. experienced okay. it. So, I have, I have a little Zelda fan theory that mm. literally just pops in my head. Did mm. either of you guys play Twilight Princess? No. no. 
This right. is okay. This is purely for listeners, then. Okay. Uh, so there's a mailman that will randomly run up to you in uh, Twilight Princess. He looks like a crazy person. He's wearing like <laughs> boxer briefs and like a wife beater. Wait, what kind of mailman is this? I'm telling the truth. <laughs> and uh, he has like a flag strapped to his back and he has like an official postmaster hat on. And he goes, ah! like that whenever he sees you. And he like runs across like the field. And you're like, hi. Ah! And then he'll be like, I have a letter for you. And he'll give you a letter. Uh, I, since Breath of the Wild takes place like at least a hundred years after Twilight mm-hmm. Princess, mm-hmm. I have a fan theory that this is his great grandson. Ah. That Beetle is his great grandson. That's awesome. That's I possibly. mean, if you saw them and saw how they acted, like, you'd be like, yeah, that and can see how they're and related. And their outfits and stuff like that? No, not the outfits, but just like their mannerisms and like how Beetle's always very excited. That's cool. Yeah. And very like into his job. He always wants me to sell him his sell him these beetles. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think so. I something do something I sell them? I sell them. Well, yeah. well, well, can you make anything with them? I think they're just for defense. Oh. I have yeah. lots of things that are for defense that. though. So it's like, ah, yeah. I All feel, right, I'm I feel bad. Them. I got a couple beetles. I'm going to sell beetle. I feel yeah. bad that I like I never buy anything from him. Like very rarely have I bought something from him, but I keep selling him things. Yeah. And it's like I guess that he's selling to other people whenever I'm yeah. not there. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> like you would hope that I'm not just like taking his money and he's like, yeah, yeah I'll take well, that. No, I'll so, take that. Cuz I I and I don't know why I always sell to the clothing shop in the town where you can buy your house. Mm. I guess they just have unlimited money to give me for these jewels. Yeah. I mean, they're selling lots and lots of armor. Like that's, you know, there's lots of uh, adventurers that tromp through these towns and, uh, and buy their area specific armor. Yeah. I'm going to start greeting people though by, Oh, (laughs) I love it. It's awesome. Dude, I love, (laughs) and it's like, it reminds me of, uh, of, of like fire emblem because like they'll do, uh, they'll do that stuff where it's like, it's not fully like voice acted where it like gives you the text, but then they'll like say one word or they'll say like one like sound that is like supposed to represent the emotion behind this sentence. Like, Oh, and you know, those types of things. It's, it's pretty awesome. My favorite is the great fairy. Whenever she comes out. Yeah, like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also funny it. is like they always voice the like little songs that people sing or yeah. like dances. And it's like, what? Well, of all the things, <laughs> why is this? What you had someone voice act. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, so that's my, that's my Zelda story. Okay. Does anyone else have any other Zelda stories? Like non-spoiler, obviously just yeah, gameplay yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, did I, did I talk about using my uh, Amiibo yet on the podcast? No. All right. Yeah. So. You talked, you did talked you talk about, about the, uh, the chest and it uh, fell down the hill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay. right. That's right. That's what you're about to make me tell it again. I'm sorry. I like that story because, uh, it's, <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Lucky for you. I put off listening to the podcast until on the right here. <laughs> I and so it. I literally just heard him tell that story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Josh is like, nah, I don't want I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> Again. So I've been I've been way more careful about where I've been putting my chests with the amiibo. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Uh, oh so man. I like anymore. I don't know. Where like, do you hide your treasure chests at? I mean, mine just keep rolling down hills. I don't know if this continues, but like, so I'm uh, I'm on the. Well, this is spoiler stuff, so I can't say that. Anyway, <laughs> I've been more often than not. I need to go collect a bunch of arrows. Let me say that. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, you can face this encounter head on or take the cowardly way and sneak around and steal them all. Yep. Which is what I did. Oh, that's the no, only that's, way. That's the only way oh, okay. at that point. I mean, I you, was like, you can take them down, but mm, not not 
when you get like maybe if that's like the fourth thing mm. you attempt to do mm-hmm. but if that like like both john and i that was the first place we went yeah that's yeah. where i that's the first place i'm going and i literally spent probably an hour trying to take that guy down really yeah <laughs> dude and by the by the by the second time whenever he came over and one shotted me yeah i was like i'm out yeah <laughs> like i'm just gonna i like and the thing was like, it would respawn me and he'd he would Take a second to notice me again, yeah. and I would just book it down the hill. Yeah. And a couple times he followed me, but then the last time he was like, "No, like he didn't even see me." Yeah. And then I just snuck around the rest of the time, dude. So the uh, that's what I've been doing with most encounters, where it's like as soon as I get one shotted, I'm like, "Nah, I'm out." I'll just I'm gonna steal whatever's there, like so, like sneak over, grab whatever chest is there, and then leave. Or I just figure, well, I'm not supposed to be here right now, and yeah. so I just leave and come back later whenever I'm more powerful. The best is whenever, like, if you go like grab something out of a chest, so that freezes everybody. Mm-hmm. If you can get there, if, as long as it's not like locked or something, you get there, you grab grab it, everyone freeze. You immediately pause, transport out of there. Then another difference. That's right. Have either of you? I love, I love the idea of like they're swiping their axe at, at your your head I mean, it and, happens. Then, and then it disappears. Woof. Have Have either of you upgraded your stasis? Yes. To stasis plus. That's a fun one. That, dude, that makes encounters like so, like it totally takes the edge off the encounter where you're just like, okay, I can approach this a little easier now. Yeah. See, I have to. I think I need one more ancient core or yeah. something like that to do it. Which I don't yeah, even I think know you how. need three or four ancient cores. Yeah, you need three. I don't even know how I got the first two. They're just in random chests, mostly in shrines. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with the, the enemies I kill? Um, Some guardians, I think, can drop them. Hmm. But you may not be equipped to no, kill I, guardians I have not, yet. No, I can't kill guardians right now. Yeah. Cool. So Zelda. And Destiny. Destiny. And Destiny. So the new expansion came out. Um, well, it's, it wasn't really expansion. It was just like an update, right? Well, update, yeah. I mean, but it's basically the, the Age of Triumph for... No, wait, what is it now? Yeah. But before it was... Da- I think it's the Age of Triumph. Age of Triumph. Sure. Age of Triumph? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were the other ones? Year, um, year one, Days of Triumph or something? I don't know. Because there was... Like during... Uh, yeah, because they have the booklets, like the different books. And so, so whenever you uh, open the book and like... Moments of Triumph. That's what it always Triumph, was. Yeah. It was year one, Moments of Triumph. Yeah. And now we're into the Age of Triumph. Yeah. Okay, so whenever you first open the book, you there's if you've done certain things throughout your playtime in Destiny, you go ahead and like achieve certain things. How what percentage did you get when you opened the book? Uh like thirty. Oh, I got twenty four. Twenty two. Yeah, so I mean, I'm up to now up to forty one percent. I missed a couple things in the. Uh, I missed. Uh, it was all year year two stuff. Yeah. So it was like, mm. um, the year two age of triumph or moment of triumph area like that time and then it was like sometime between april and something else and i was like ah, i didn't play anything on destiny during that time yeah because your game sucked <laughs> it did suck <laughs> i mean it well, kind of went downhill there that's whenever it was, it was like burning out i think like yeah. what happened to me you know where it's like it, but i i still i had logged on and done a mission during that period of time apparently um but like it was like we had played so much during year one yeah. that it makes sense that like the first part of year two were just kind of like, ah, I don't know. Well, it was like the, everything changed. That's when everything changed. That's whenever like the like in, you could infuse, but it was like it was the average kind of thing whenever you were infusing, and it was just it was just weird. It was a weird time. I, I was like, I don't even know what weapons I need because now all my year one stuff's all worthless basically, and yeah. I don't feel like starting over again. Yeah. yeah. You spent all this time collecting, yeah, and then 
no. my vault wasn't big enough to keep the weapons I wanted from year one. Yeah. And also put in year two weapons. So I just like didn't. So we're going to have to like we're, we're planning a, maybe a raid run for the challenge raid sometime yeah. this weekend yeah. uh, and, and see see when that all occurs. Um, but yeah, I haven't really dove into like the raids or anything like that. Apparently you can still like you could potentially solo certain portions of it or, or um, do it with a smaller group of people to you know get through certain phases. So at the very least, I want to dive into some of these raids and like knock out some of those moments. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's fun. It's been awesome. And uh, I think with that, we should go into the news. The news. The news. All right, we're going to talk about one thing and one thing only. Oh boy, mm. Destiny Two. Destiny Two. Yes. Uh, so there's a new trailer, some teaser images. Yep. And it, there's a teaser, and then also a trailer, because they had the. the Wait, first... we don't have the trailer yet, though. Well, yeah, we, we do. do. Came out Wait. today. Hang on, Chris. The podcast. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> That's amazing. You gotta pull that up right now. Yeah. I, I'm dead serious. I didn't even know what happened. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Hot takes, Chris. <laughs> that was amazing. This is pretty fresh in your mind. Why don't you give us uh, your thoughts? Well, my first. That's it's awesome. It's mind blowing. <laughs> they very quickly like explain why your stuff's going away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that everybody cares about. <laughs> I also want a movie with Zavala and Cade as the main characters. Yes, yeah, seriously. This uh, may be what that is. Um. So I like. I guess my so my big questions at this point, like, because we've kind of known, or there were rumors that um, it was going to be cabal oriented. So like, the raid will probably be a cabal raid. Right. Um, they were it'll the ones have Gary in it. I like. I hope. I, like, this is what I. <laughs> what it'll have Gary in it. It'll have Gary. Gary you're you're in taking it. out Gary. You Gary. know that's what everybody's going to call him now. <laughs> you're right. like, all right, let's DPS right. Gary. Let's get Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and then always, I always think of SpongeBob. I'm like Gary. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, SpongeBob. (laughs) I uh, like, so I have mixed feelings about the cabal are my least favorite, but I'm hoping. I think they're everyone's least favorite. Yeah, that's probably why they haven't been the the, the leads in any of the expansions. I I, kind of hope that the raid is on Earth. I don't, again, I also hate Mars. Yeah. As a planet. <laughs> just in just general. In general. <laughs> well, oh, no, no, no. Chris not, is not like, the, nah, defund all this stuff going to not going to the Mars. the real Mars, but you know, like the the destiny Mars. I hate Mars as a planet. <laughs> it's, it's just a. It's just a I barren... don't know why they voted Pluto out. They should have voted Mars <laughs> out. Is they what Chris have. is thinking. They should definitely should have. Um, <laughs> but no, actually, um, there's something I was I was reading uh, recently. I was like, why don't we go to Venus more often <laughs> and I was reading something. I, I this is completely unverified because I don't have the article in front of me. But it was something <laughs> like whenever we send probes there, they basically get destroyed immediately yeah. because it's so hot and the <laughs> gases are so like noxious and acidic, and it's just like they 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 can't survive. And I was like, all right, well, I wouldn't send anything either. <laughs> it's like by the fourth or fifth time, like you send something very expensive and you <laughs> lose true. it. Yeah. It's like well, yeah. It's like it's when your dad, your dad keeps to... buying you model airplanes for Christmas and you keep breaking them. <laughs> Eventually, he's going to stop buying them for you. Exactly. Yes. You know, it's going to be hard to get backers for this. That's why <laughs> I think it's so hilarious about that that probe they landed on that comet. Like how hard that is. That bounced into this valley with a shadow and they 
They got like three pictures back, and that was it. It's always the risk, man. <laughs> like you can hit the comet. And it's going to bounce into a shadow. Of all the things that take it out, the shadow. <laughs> we uh, we didn't factor in the shadow to my math. Yeah. Dude, I just love the idea that there's like random objects well, flying through the galaxy, yeah. and it's like we can chart where it's going to be at a specific yeah. time, shoot something at it from where we are at a specific time, and then like eventually it makes it there. Right. Well, the other thing was that it was basically our own doing because like it's supposed to, whenever it landed, it was supposed to shoot like some kind of anchor into the rock, and just hold it on and grapple. But it didn't. It wasn't. It didn't go through the comet, so it just like basically just pushed itself back off, and that's why it bounced. Oh like, man. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but anyways, the cabal, the cabal. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it looks like they've changed up a lot of things. Like the shields are different. Yep. Um, it looked like there was Hopefully some smaller. sort of a some sort of a tiger looking thing that attacked. Uh, yeah. Ikora Ray. Um, yep. so yeah, the, uh, the, it looks like, so my thought was the reason they may not, maybe didn't do as much with them on this game is because they're super uninteresting, but like now they're making them interesting. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's the guy with the, like, the dual blades, like the dual, like cleavers right. or whatever. And if I don't get to dual wield my sword at some point, then I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think get, get the tissues ready. I, I want those I blades. I, man. I don't like them because they just like lumber around. They're not like, and then those stupid scions, like, mm. They're so dumb. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think that they're probably like, that's probably why they hold held off on our raid, a cabal raid until this time. I also think like, it's interesting that this, uh, as well as the teaser, which was Cade telling about like this story, yeah. um, take place on the ground. It seems like, like uh-huh. not necessarily in the tower, unless the tower has fallen all the way to the ground. In which case, like, we may be on the rubble of the tower. Well, but... in this trailer, they alluded to the fact that the tower is gone. Yeah, that's right. Like, so all the stuff that you kept in the tower is done. I, I have always thought that the like standing there in the tower, looking down at the the people that I'm I'm protecting. I've always thought like, what 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 is life like down there? What yeah, if- I think they were intentional with like showing children and showing yeah. you know just kind of like the chaos of like the city. Well, here's a question then. Yeah, if the tower's gone, all of our ships are there. Like, can we even get off planet at this point? Maybe I mean at the beginning. You think yeah. that would be a story mission because I mean we couldn't get off the planet on Destiny One f- until like mission two or three, and then we were able to go to the moon, and then it was like oh these the other things opened up, so like we had to get a hyperdrive to get off of off of Earth. Yeah, I could see them. I could see them doing more of an open world kind of thing. Yeah, where this is the city, and then like maybe you don't. Maybe the raid is on Mars, and that's like the first time you get off, and then the expansions will go other places. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. Like the main game, you know, the the base game or whatever, you know, whatever terminology mm-hmm. you use for that, I think will mostly take place in Russia in the on the ground. Yeah. Uh, on Earth. So I mean, are we uh, are we thinking like big open world, like where it's all one kind of thing? Whereas like this has uh, the current Destiny has like a few different kind of open world sandboxes almost, and right. then you kind of go to them to get the missions and stuff. Like, are you thinking? Basically, all one Earth, more kind like of open a division world. type thing, where you, yeah. you've got one map. That's cool. kind of what I was with different, Yeah, I would be fine with that. I mean, as long as it's uh, as long as it's an interesting place, because I think that was a lot of people's complaints about the uh, vanilla Destiny was like, you know, oh, these places. There's a lot of places to go, a lot of variety, but there's not necessarily a ton to do there. They were also extremely limited 
it's with true. that game yeah. because they developed for PS3 and Xbox 360. Very yeah. true. Like it was it like honestly for those systems that was a pretty groundbreaking game. Yeah, but not for the Xbox One and PS4. You know, like that you can do so much more with those. So. I'd love to see like whenever you're actually like if you're actually in the city and you can go inside some houses or if like you know it feels like talk to people a war torn kind of city. I mean, not possibly maybe like, similar to maybe how they you do put up in, in cooking. The, uh, uh, <laughs> hey, maybe they give you a glider. <laughs> oh, maybe you can climb literally anything. <laughs> back onto Zelda, guys. Uh, <laughs> it all comes back. To Zelda. It all comes back. Um, yeah, so like. I hope that it's a little like, and I also hope that the the stories like if those are like if that's indicative of cutscenes or like some kind of story where I'm not having to read grimoire cards to get the story, yep. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, I got way more story out of that minute and a half trailer than I did out of the freaking forty hours of Destiny <laughs> that I <real>. played. <laughs> yeah, the original Destiny. Like the funny thing about like the story and the way that they presented it there was like it's like okay, well, all the cool things they've already happened. Yeah. And now you're doing like, oh, you're doing cleanup. And it's like, well, uh, where it seems like like now this is a cool thing that's happening. Yeah. And you're involved. I like the, you know, so. And all the expansions, the expansions definitely expanded upon that where it's like, oh, well, this is a cool thing that's happening. This is a cool thing. But it felt like in the original, like the thing mm-hmm. that Destiny launched with, it felt like all the cool stuff. You read these Grimoire cards like, oh, that battle sounds awesome. Wish I'd been there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And I totally get that. I, I like the the things that I hope that they keep. It's kind of intangible kind of stuff mm. where it's like, I love the fact that there is a history of how Destiny One has kind of developed, mm. and like you can be like you can think back like what it was like whenever like the Queen first showed up at the tower, yeah, and that one what, time, yeah, what it was like you know to take down Crota, and that was the big thing, you know, and yeah, yeah, like it's just kind of cool the way it's evolved over time, yeah, yeah, and I think like like. Everybody's experiences are somewhat unique as well. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I like that as well, where it's like, oh, the way that, that we took down Crota the first time isn't necessarily the way that everybody took him down. Or, you know, whenever you and I discovered, oh, we can we can uh, two man the the abyss mm-hmm. and like started doing that every week and mm-hmm. stuff like that's that's fairly unique to like our group of people. Like whenever we there's a some other people who would never run the vault of glass and then like we took them through the vault of glass yeah. and that was hilarious and amazing. Cause they're like, what is this? We're oracles. What are these things? You know, which so. I still haven't killed. And apparently that's a, um, you mean the Gorgon? No, no, the Gorgons. Gorgons. Yes. Mm. Not the oracles, the yeah. Gorgons. That's like a, a part of the, the book, the book, like you, kill all the Gorgons at the same time. How do you even kill them? I haven't been back there. So being I've seen, though. I've seen, yeah, I, they might've adjusted some things. I've seen how people do it in the old, like, in the original raid, mm. and it's a there's some kind of glitch you can do with a titan bubble and a sword, mm. where like you basically put yourself in a bubble and then block, and it negates the gorgon's attack. The the gaze. Yeah. Well, you still get that. You still get the gaze counter. Really. But it doesn't like. Doesn't kill you. It doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And Weird. so then you can basically because they don't attack you, they don't do any physical like right tactile damage. You can just push them all into a pile, and they just super them to. Dude, them come. I love. Uh, so I remember I, I only is, killed one ever, and it was because everyone who was running through the vault was like over leveled, and it was like we all have Galarhorn, and so you just pull out. Everybody pulled out the Galarhorn, 
took out one. Of course, we wiped because uh, the other ones come over and like, yeah. what's going on over here? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Gary's not <laughs> Gary's not responding on the comms. What would happen? Uh, I think I'll go. I think I'll go check this out. What are, what's going on? Tentacles. <laughs> you guys partying over here? You know, and then uh, and then they 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 cause you to all die. But uh, but yeah, we did take one out before we died, but not all of them at the same time. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I um, I'm interested to see what 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 it, what it's like. I'm gonna take off work that day. Comes out on September eighth, and there's gameplay uh, going to happen in on May eighteenth. Mm. Um, so yeah, they're going to milk this for as long as they can. Yeah, and then then you assume that it's definitely going to be on Sony's stage at E three, and uh, yeah, they're doing. They've got another exclusivity deal with them. Oh, can I talk about how frustrating exclusivity deals are for everyone involved? They are. Yeah. Anyway, they're very frustrating. The <laughs> moment the, of silence. Here's here's the the one ridiculous thing um, that that I'll bring up as the example for why it's crazy. There's a, a, a certain task in the the book of Age of Triumph that you can do, right? Yeah. And it's like collect all of these ghosts from the multiplayer maps in private matches. Yeah. Lots of stipulations in there. But uh, our friend, uh, he's been on the podcast. I was on episode 200. Joel, he has collected all of them. Except there is one in a PlayStation exclusive Crucible map. That has, and that, it won't free up until after the new Destiny 2 has already come Does that out. mean Age of Triumph will be over? Like, will he still be able to finish the book? Who knows? Like, I was thinking it must be like an oversight. It's got to be an oversight between, like, you know, like, maybe they'll patch it later. Who knows? Who puts but, a, a ghost, though, in a, an exclusive map? Unless they didn't know it was going to be exclusive when they designed Bungie, it. Bungie, that too. So I think like a lot of that, like I don't know how much Bungie has to do with any of the thing because I've I've heard interviews with them where people have asked them about the exclusivity thing and they're like, well, we would prefer that all the players get to experience all of our content that we build. So but you think Activision that it's Activision, <laughs> you know? I hate you, Activision. Because you think about like Activision does well, you know, that with Call of I Duty. Mean, They've always done that with Call of Duty. EA does that, that. Does the same thing with um, Titanfall or did the same thing with Titanfall where right. like. Yeah, Respawn didn't even know it was gonna, the first when it was first announced. Yeah. The first one, they didn't even know it was going to be an exclusive until EA announced it, and they're like, "What? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> so what? we're only going to make half as much money? <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. Cool. what deal have you made? <laughs> yeah, and uh, that that always is frustrating. I think it's I think top of the hut. It would be incredibly <laughs> frustrating for a creator to build something to spend all this time, and then never not not even people on Xbox, like people who are on Xbox. They love your game, but they will never experience all of what Destiny 1 has necessarily because of the exclusivity deal. Because they'll move on to Destiny 2 before it even hits their console. So, mm-hmm. yeah. anyway, interesting. Interesting stuff. I'm excited. I'm Me super too. pumped. This, this is this is one of those games that, like, as much as, like, we can talk about, oh, whenever early on, like, it's not, you know, be kind of down on it or whatever. But, like, I have spent thousands of hours in this game probably. I don't know. My counter, you think? I don't know. You're, you're, you're looking at me like it's crazy. I mean, I've spent 470 Okay, something. so definitely not thousands of hours. <laughs> that seems like that's too much I'm time. I'm sure someone has, but I don't know if you have. I don't think I probably have. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it's it's kind of one of those things that, like, spent so much time in and have uh, have enjoyed that much that Destiny 2 is, like, a no-brainer. There's lots of special editions as well. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, I... I wish I had gotten the special edition of the uh, the first Destiny, so I could have gotten that physical ghost. That would have been cool to put on my desk at work. Um, but uh, the thing is, I I also want a digital copy of this game because I don't man as much as I'm going to be playing it, I don't want to have to get up and put a disc in every single time I do. For sure. I mean, yeah, that's always frustrating. 
or so. the, it just lives in there, and then you take it out to play like a Blu-ray or something like that. And then, yeah. Oh man, it's always um, so. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Like, it's interesting thinking, like knowing what we did with Destiny One, knowing that we'll probably be playing this next game for the next three years. You know, like going in. I, I didn't necessarily realize that with Destiny One. Yeah. But now, like with Destiny Two, I'm like, hmm. This is going to be a thing, you know? <laughs> like, most likely. That's the news. Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Mm. Boo! Ah! There it is. That's the, it's the, uh, that's the only time we'll do that joke this podcast. And hopefully ever. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like, insert obligatory ghost joke. Are they really obligatory? Uh, no, definitely not, but... but I'm on this podcast, so yes. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Um, I went in. Well, like, how did you go into this? I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. So, I, I, I don't really know what to expect either. So, like, full disclosure, I haven't seen the anime. Have you seen it? Nope. Have you seen I don't it? think any of us have. I I want to watch it now. I but. started reading the the graphic novel um, over the weekend. I have not finished it. It's actually if you it might be still be on sale. It's on sale for like twenty bucks for the first like for like one, one point five and two. Nice. Like the volumes. Um, so I can compare it to that. That was the original. It was the graphic novel first, then the yeah. anime, and then this. Um, I've heard that this is pretty close to the anime. Um, but other than that. I saw like the only thing like whenever we were marketing it, they had that first trailer where she jumps off the building, and they had like a shot for shot like yeah. side by side of that in the anime. It's very close, like in that scene. I mean, I don't know how like true it is like in the rest of it, but it's yeah. like it's it's close in that scene. There were there were a couple things. I mean, I've seen lots of clips of the anime. There were a couple things. Uh, the the whole opening sequence was very anime esque. Mm-hmm. The way they lit it and colored it was very mm-hmm. like sometimes it almost looked like it was kind of like two toned mm-hmm. a little bit, like it was you know some kind of like stylistic coloring. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's another thing I won't say what it is because it might be spoilery if it ties into plot points in the anime. But uh, there was a character that has a weird kind of. Uh, Thing that it does that I've seen on the on the anime that they did like mm. pretty closely. Awesome. I mean, like movie I, as well, and like that from the, like the visual aspect of this movie, yeah. like there was lots of like cool visuals and really nice like uh, visually stunning moments. Yeah, um, mm. a lot not, of CG, but not a lot of bad CG. No, no. There's one specific part where there's really bad CG. So when she she was runs running. up the yeah. she runs up the freeway. Yes. Oh yeah yep. yeah yeah. 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 Or the bridge or um, that's whatever. some of the worst I've seen in a yeah, long time. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And I'm like, man, you made everything look so great, and that looks so terrible. Yeah. yeah, and they like covered up with a bunch of dust, so you yeah. can't really see anything. Yeah. It was last second. Yeah, they were like, how been. did she get from here to here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Because there were, I would say, like overall, without going super into it, like there were some like big jumps in like either the narrative or like they're cutting out. So like some of it, I know they're cutting out stuff, like because at least in the uh, um, in the the graphic novel, like there's a lot of context that is given narratively yeah. Yeah. with a narrative voice. And you just can't do that here unless you have a narrator. Is she narrating or is it like a third person? It's like a third person. Oh, okay. At least. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, that's the translation problem for between, the stuff I'm talking about between yeah. like graphic novels and and movies. You know, like you said, like you don't unless you do have like a voiceover. It's just you know you can't get some of that context. Yeah. You can't see inside the minds of of some characters. Um, however, they you know there there were some some cool moments where it was like, oh, well, I can kind of get this, but I do agree. Like there were some pacing issues because of of uh, of some of that, and then yeah. there were some like leaps in. In uh, in the plot, I thought it was ca- cast really well. I really liked the cast. Yeah. yeah. Um, the didn't really pay. The music was kind of throwaway. Just didn't really pay attention to it. It was it was it was like a well no, I was gonna say it was like Blade Runner esque, but Blade Runner has very distinctive music. Yeah. So no. It, it was kind of like it was a little Tron ish. Yeah. But not I mean, as Tron interesting as Tron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I got like oh, a, man, a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I know. A couple of times whenever they would hit like a synth, it, yeah. they I would be like, oh, I get. I get hints of Tron, but it would never like go full there. Like, yeah. well, yeah, like, they would just have like that that plucky bass sound. It was like, like that kind of stuff every once in a while. Well, like kind of like an ARP, you know, that sort yeah. of thing, where it's like, and they did that in Power Rangers, but they kind of went and full it was on awesome. with it. Like, they were like, <laughs> we're we're not even like hiding this. This is totally an ARP, and this is we're going for it. This you is, know. Yeah. This is like Tron, you know. <laughs> That's basically what it, what the composer was like. We're gonna make this like Tron. This is the yeah. moment for Tron. Um, and I wish more movies would do that. <laughs> Every movie could use. I want to go Tron. watch Power Rangers again. I know, dude. I I, yeah, I, really I want to go too. see it with you guys. Let's oh, do it. Sad that I missed it. I'm for it. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> seriously, I want to go see that movie again. Um, and as far as like the Ghost in the Shell movie, I, like I said, I, there were some really cool visuals. There's yeah. some really fun fight scenes. Like, yeah. and <clears throat> not as many as I thought there would be. Kind yeah. Of. Kind and of I actually and maybe fun isn't the right word for them. Intense is the right word for them. And I I would say. The uh, the the villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. Just his voice alone. I could sit there and listen to the creepiness of his voice. Yeah, they did a really good For job. Hours. They did a really good job of doing a lot with very little screen time. I yeah. think with uh with a yeah. lot of with a, with <clears throat> the villain specifically, where it's like, man, I am I am definitely intimidated. I'm I'm freaked out by this. I jumped but a couple times. Yeah, definitely. And there was some like kind of a uh, purely like horrifying kind of imagery with it. And yeah. I, like I, I appreciated all of that, that there was just so little time to do it with. And they did a really good job of convincing me that this was a threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say before spoilers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, this isn't anything, I don't think groundbreaking. You're just the movie, the, the movie in the general. The movie in general. Oh yeah, no. So like, this isn't like you know. I think you have to see it because oh man, it was so crazy. No, you know, it's like well, I mean, you know, you've seen I think it's just surprising before. that it wasn't terrible. Yeah, because a yeah. lot of stuff like this, uh, like I was, uh, there's a YouTube critic that I watch, who uh, is a huge anime fan, like mm. ridiculous anime fan, and he said that he went into this movie terrified because he's like. Mm-hmm. There was that Dragon Ball Evolution movie yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that was literally like one of the worst movies ever made out really? of any genre, not just like any, <laughs> like it was terrible. And then he said Speed Racer, which Speed Racer, come on, I, I like Speed, like Racer. Speed Racer. Come yeah. on, dude, can we can we just was, can we like fist bump over Racer. our love of Speed Racer? I was having a Speed Racer conversation today at work. Yeah, Speed Racer is About, so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just be like go on this. Speed Racer is a good movie. If you don't like Speed Racer, <laughs> go watch it again. Uh, Speed Racer, 
I, I love <laughs> I love Speed Racer for how audacious it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And completely like we don't care what yeah. you think. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be our movie that we're making. <laughs> Agreed. And you just have to kind of sit there and just be like, wow, pretty colors. Uh, I'm, vi- I'm amazed mm. visually. Like yeah. that's the, that's the entire story of that movie for me. It's like, yeah. just this is amazing visually. Yeah. Uh, but he said, he was like, I was terrified going in this movie and he's like, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, but he was very like, like, like he would have given it like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. 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 You know, so it's like I think that's literally what it's at right now. So. Yeah, around around there. But he was just like, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's like it's not perfect, but it's way better than it. Like it could have been terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and also like I think about so Scarlett Johansson's always like you know it's like okay, which way is this movie gonna go? Yeah, like I, I give her props. She takes she takes lots of chances and takes some really cool like sounding roles. Yeah. So like when they're pitched to her, they're probably like, oh yeah, that sounds amazing. And then it's like, yeah. But sometimes it's awesome, like in uh, her, you know. Um, but then sometimes it's not that great, like Lucy, you right. know, and it's, yeah. and they're all the kind of the same kind of like sci-fi feel bleak future kind of thing. And like, and I, I think like her performances are always like in this, she was always standing crazy. Like, yeah. and, uh, she, she did the same kind of thing in Lucy where she was just kind of like this, this like, we, uh, I don't even know, like. She just had these weird mannerisms and stuff, and I mean, I, her her body language in this movie was interesting. Yeah, and I felt like that was that gave this movie a little bit more credibility, where it wasn't just like okay, uh, act like a robot and shoot things, but then kind of try to be emotional too, because you got a human brain. It's like <laughs> she would like she actually like like moved her body in ways that were like awkward because yeah. it's like it's not her body, and so it's and that's not a spoiler. It's Cult Ghost in the Shell, so. <laughs> Um, I think that was in, <clears throat> might have been in the trailer. I don't yeah. Know. So, like, like at one point she's she's talking to the scientist and she's kind of mm. hunched over. Yeah. And like her neck is like kind of sticking out, almost like she's trying to like intimidate her or like yeah. get close to her without like getting close to her. It's just like weird stuff like that where I'm like, I don't know what the motivation is there, but yeah. it's really kind of it's it's like tuning me into the scene a little bit because it's mm-hmm. like it's just different enough to where I'm like. Am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to get something out of this? What am I? Especially know? like when she would walk in somewhere, it was like she wouldn't swing her arms really. Yeah, and it was like so like forceful, like she was very intentional yeah. when she's walking. Yeah. I was like, what is going Sometimes on? Sometimes she kind of had like a gangster limp. Like yes, it's just weird things, man. Yeah, yeah. The uh, like I, I thought everybody did a really good job in the movie. I think like my my only big critique of the movie is like that whole like some of the things are just lost in in the fact that it's a movie, and then plot like pacing issues like i just there was sometimes like in the in the it wasn't like i lost interest but it was like i don't know why we're dealing like with this so long like this one little uh turn of a a turn of a plot well again you know like um man we need to get in the spoiler section yes but like (laughs) it's about to happen (laughs) i would say like this is i wouldn't say it's necessarily a throwaway movie but it's kind of like if you don't see it, you're not like the worse off. You yeah. know, that's kind of where I was going to go where I was like, okay, so this is one that like it, if you are super into ghost in the shell or anime or whatever, yeah, go see it. If you're not into that or like, or like really like sci-fi post-apocalyptic kind of things. Like if, if you love those types of movies, you're probably going to find something to love here. Um, and, uh, but like, otherwise I say like, you could probably just wait until this one comes out on, uh, on the, the old Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's kind of where I would yeah. where I would be on it. Yep. 
All right, the spoiler clock, it's winding down. It's about to happen. It's happening in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. The main character and the villain are ex-lovers. What? Dude, so I love I, I love the the, uh, the idea of of yeah. they, so they like they basically ripped them out of their their like you know teen years or like late like uh, young adulthood. They're like lost and, boys club and like shoved them into these like shoved them into these bodies and are like okay now you can just deal you know yeah. as being an immortal robot you know it's like okay. Yep. That's well, so strange. Yeah, well, like I think the the weird, the not weird, but the groundbreaking part about that to me, because like I was thinking, okay, well, if they have a hundred of them, if they've made like almost a hundred of them, they've just kind of gradually, well, we need another thing, so they go get somebody. Well, we need another one, they go get somebody. Well, it looks like they just rounded up a bunch of kids and like they just one by one yep. use their their brains and put them in bodies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and so I make sure I understand this right, but like it seemed like they grabbed. Uh, people who are actively against like uh, cybernetic augmentation or like you know the the reliance on yeah. on that and so like yeah. that you know they eliminated a threat to them or yeah. they eliminated like a uh, you know somebody who's actively campaigning against them right. and then turned them into the thing that they hated which yeah. is is wild yeah the, I I would say like one thing I wish that the movie had done a little bit better was explore the like the relationship the government has to what's going on because like they were like, this is a government thing and like the, Mm. the handler or whatever his name was, I don't know, his, her boss, the Fox, the, the Fox. (laughs) Yes. He called himself a Fox. Fox. So he, um, he was like, I work for the prime minister. And so like, but like you never, is the prime minister like, is this a good thing? I don't know. Like that he's, they're cool with it. Like, I'm glad they kept her, they saved her, but for what end, to what end? And then, yeah. like, what's the purpose of this, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, that, that's, that's kind of where I feel about everything is, like, all these themes have been explored before. Yeah. But, like, if I was going to, like, summarize, you know, some of this, it's like, well, it's it was done better in Blade Runner, and it was done better in Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. And and what's interesting about a lot of those properties is that some of them were probably influenced by the source material. Itself. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. And it's like, some and, way. and the idea of, of like, you know, the, the, oh, that those influencing this, influencing those and those influencing this and like where all this stuff is, it's like, well, you're right. It's like, I don't understand a, a lot of the unique things about this, which is like the motivations, like the, well, the motivation of the government, the motivation of the bad people, like what, what's the goals that they have here? And then yeah. like, how does all this work? Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. It's a, it, that was the, a big gap for me was like, un, I was like sold on the idea of like, oh, you got to find out what's happened to you, find out like this thing, but that yeah. didn't happen until like halfway through the movie, and so like early on, I was like, I don't. I, well, and, and I get you, get, like, there's two sides of it where like you think back to our uh, Assassin's Creed review, where like they just overly explained everything in that movie, right? Uh, <laughs> and you definitely understood everybody's motivations. They made really sure of that, like but fourteen it was just, times. But it was just kind of like a you know, whatever movie visually and action wise. And I don't know which one I'd rather have. They're both kind of on the same par for me, you know, like the biggest thing for me, that's keeping me from going and seeing this again or like buying it on Blu-ray is just, it really is kind of predictable. Like from the get go, you get, you know who the real enemy is. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, that wasn't really veiled almost at all. You know, it's like right off yeah. the bat, I'm like, "Whoa, this dude's like, He's like forcing... she's a she's a weapon." I'm like, okay, that's the villain. Yeah, you're yeah. the bad guy. And then you know, when you meet the who they think is the bad guy, you're like, "No, this guy." Like, I instantly was like, "I bet this guy knows some truth." Yeah. Like, and they said in the trailer that like, like they totally gave away in the trailer that he was like part of the program before her. Yeah. And so it's like you know he's gonna like talk her into like basically like walking away from this group and yeah. being like we have to find out the truth she's going rogue i almost yeah. felt, i almost felt it it got too simplistic where it was like i was it was kind of like it was intriguing when she walks in like there's all these like monk guys and they're yeah. all connected into the thing and like okay what are they, what is this is this some kind of like religious thing that like worships all around technology no he's just using them like yeah. for, and i'm like well cause that was yeah, there's, just, there's basically like two sides here. There's like people who like think technology is bad, and people who think technology is good. That's it. Yeah, and then she's kind of somewhere in the middle at the by by the end, where it's like, well, I don't necessarily think this is good, but I'm also mostly technology at this point. And so, I mean, like that that was the other thing was like, I mean, did she like? I don't know if she really made a determination. I don't... That's a good point too. I yeah, I wasn't really sure. Like she went back to work, but I don't know what she's doing right now. Well, yeah, that's the, the thing. I don't really know what the, what is the what is the movie really trying to say about. Like I know what Ex Machina is trying to say. Yeah, and I know what Blade Runner is trying to say. I don't really know what this is trying to say. Interesting. <laughs> that's a good point. I I don't disagree with you. Because like I I can't like other than in her monologue at the end I think she said something like I'm here to help help tell them the truth or something like that or like and I'm like well the truth about what and the, the and what is what is the truth you know in your mind and, it, and so like yeah it seems pretty small scale if like the only truth is like hey this corporation is bad yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, like, and I figure, figure, like, you eliminate this person, but like, do you really eliminate the problem? And you know, that's that's a yeah. It's this, you know, they can't be the only person. He can't be the only one that is uh, is pulling the strings and all this stuff. So right. I don't know. I mean, the end game for like, um, what? Who was it? Uh, what was the guy's name at the end? Whenever he had his, he was like, "This is this is your name. This is my name." It, it wasn't. Hideo. Oh yeah, um, like his—he just wanted revenge. Like, and is he still around? I didn't really understand that. He so, said something like, "I live, I live on in your something." In like, your in your ghost is what he said. But what does that mean? Well, but he also talked about more like, like oh, your soul. I mean, you always he, be in my heart. He was talking about like the ghost as if it's like in your your soul and stuff You'll like that. Be in my um, but they also like he referenced <laughs> like, hey, come with me, upload yourself to the yeah, to my um, whatever it was like his server because he had been reincarnating himself. Right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Into okay. different like I, I I was under the assumption that his brain doesn't exist anymore, but his consciousness does. Well, maybe his brain is plugged in somewhere. Maybe I mean and and like maybe that's why I mean he's obviously <clears throat> using all these people for their like processing power, but it's like. Maybe oh, that's was, the neural was, net yeah, that he lives in. Yeah, because he was in. in there. I remember that. Yeah, because that's how he spoke through that dude, mm-hmm. and that's how like he was delivering that message through the um, robots at the beginning. I get it now. Yeah, I mean, like, and and I mean, some of that wasn't explored nearly well enough. Like, and and it was never talked about. Like, I mean, other than just him referencing the, the, the oh, I'm gonna you know come with me and upload yourself to the server or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't server. He was saying there's some other word for the same thing. Um, and other than that, like, there wasn't really any reference to it. So unless you really go in deep and and try to go talk about it like this, then there's no yeah. way to know that. Yeah, I mean, it had some really cool visuals. Like, I thought like the. And that fight within the dark with those staffs was pretty cool. 
Um, like toward the end, she started getting really violent and throwing people around. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. I, I just wish there was more of that. Yeah. I feel like, so this was, it had the opportunity to be a, a born esque kind of a thing. And it's like, you know, and, and, uh, and it just maybe didn't quite hit the same level of, of twistiness and turniness and like delivery yeah. of like the, the motivations of the bad, bad people. So they're like the, the deepest twist in this movie is the fact that, that Hideo and major were once in love yeah. with each yeah. other. And that's like, I kind of saw that coming like yeah. either they were either going to be brother and sister or they were going to be like boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. Yeah. And I think, yeah. yeah. And I think like the most compelling, like, you know, story beat to me was, was her, her mother, like her encountering her yeah. mother. And then also then again at the but end, then where I she's feel like, like they, I, I'll, I'll do this, you know, it was, that was intriguing. But then I feel like it was just me. I feel like they ruined it a little bit whenever she's like, what did her mom say? And she's like, who are you? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, we all know who you are yeah. at this point. Like, <laughs> that was so, it was so like heavy handed when she walks in and she's like, right off the bat, this lady's like, Oh, come have tea. By the way, my daughter died a year ago. And uh-huh. you're like, okay, yeah. well we can do math. So right. figured that one out. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, that, that was also part of like, I'm like, well, you spent all of this, all of this time doing other things that like maybe we didn't need. And then like you don't, don't spend much time on like this kind of compelling thing to like do, you know, deliver that right. And to like build the relationship yeah. a little bit better. So, yeah. so the, yeah, the one weird, like the one, the, the craziest like thing in terms of like time passage, I'm confused about slash things they weren't showing us. Um, so she, she, goes deep with that that one robot yeah and then she goes and she's talking to like almost in the next scene she's talking to the doctor and she's like so how many i've seen you've been having a lot of glitches yes they've been increasing since i went deep I'm like well we haven't seen anything we yeah. haven't seen anything there's no no passage of time no harry potter owl flying moment no. you know yeah i didn't feel like there's any passage of time but apparently there has been i don't know it was yeah. weird yeah well the other one was when she gets her like basically the memory stick that has her real past on it yeah, and in the next scene, she's at her mom's apartment. I, yeah. That made sense to me, though, like that she would immediately go there. Well, was like, it her past, or was she just saying, "Here's the key to the"? Or I think it had her address, it had the address on, it. on it. Was it like a door key or something? Oh, I thought it was some kind of like memory stick. That's what no. I thought at first. And I kept yeah. waiting for her to like plug it in and like see something. Yes. Yeah, me I, too. No, it but was it was just had her address written on it. I think like that was all it. Really and then was. also, and I mean, this just goes over what you already said. It's predictable. Like whatever. Yeah. She's taking the like the medicine to you know help her yeah. brain not reject the body. I was like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's erasing your memories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, or when she's like, do the memories? Do you remember any of the memories? Uh-huh. Or do these feel familiar to you? Yeah. No. Good. Yeah, it's like yeah. okay. Obviously, we're hiding something here. Like, just spit out the pills. Spit yeah. them out. <laughs> Hide them under your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I mean, so as far as like ratings on this movie, I mean, are we there? Are we that to that point? Or I mean, is there anything else to discuss? Because like, I, I do this, we do we do that, or do we do we tell them to go see it or not see it first? What, well, we already kind of did before the spoilers. Go, you don't have to go see it. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, are we there to that point, or is there anything else to cover? I mean, I thought I thought the cast was really good. I thought everybody yeah. did a great job. Um, literally, all it comes down to is like the predictability and pacing. Oh, and, the only other the thing plot. that was really hard for me to like visually, like, allow, <laughs> was the dude's eyes. 
the uh, binocular eyes. It's like, that looks really bad. That was really uncomfortable. (laughs) It doesn't look good. Yeah. The, uh, I'm sure it like I'm sure that's what he looks like in the in the manga or like the anime yeah. or whatever, but it's just yeah. Like even I remember seeing him like on one of the trailers and thinking, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like so with and I, I who knows, but I feel like this should have been like a, at least related if it's you know related to like the the graphic novel. Like it should have been rated R. This mm-hmm. movie should have been rated R, and. I feel like it might have gotten more traction that way. Like I know you usually go PG thirteen to you know attract a broader audience, but I don't know if this is really a broad audience in the first place. Yeah. And with the success yeah. of things like Deadpool <clears throat> and Wolverine, I think you go R with this movie, and you could have had know, a little more excitement. Like well, that. yeah, I I can I can see the other side though too because I thought they did a great job of making you feel uncomfortable in certain situations yeah. and kind of grossing you out sometimes that's without true. ever showing any blood or any violence. That's very that's true. true. I mean, that's hard to do. Like when they have all those, those bodies in the bags yeah, that was yeah. great. and like some of them were moving. And then there was like one shot where the dude's face was like up against the bag. And instead of making it all bloody, it was all this kind of like green mildewy stuff, yeah. which was a little more creepy. That whole scene and like that whole sequence of like events, like that one specifically, really like, I mean, it's very visceral and yeah. very like, I thought it was really well delivered and it was a good epiphany moment like to have like, but we, you know, like you said, we saw that in the trailers a little bit, but like as far as from a purely like visual standpoint i loved that whole section like you yeah. said the people hooked mm-hmm. up to the uh to the server like their brains are hooked up <clears> and stuff <throat> like that was uh a ridiculous moment where like this has gone way farther than it mm-hmm. should have you know yeah and i would have loved to explore a lot of that more yeah you know yeah some of the you know i think and the because i feel like that's that's the that's where like if you're gonna have this world, like that's what to explore. Like, how far is too far? How far are you still human? Like, I mean, they kind of like. I feel like they were trying to touch on that stuff, but it's like they weren't really, you know, because you know she's like, I'm a, ro- I'm a robot, and they're like, No, you're not. You know, like, yeah, the identity stuff like really wasn't necessarily investigated as as fully as it could have been. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of like small undertones that could, yeah. like, one of the things that I picked up on was just kind of like the. Uh, the loss of importance over um, uh, ownership, mm. almost like, uh, like in the very beginning when the guy plays his daughter's, he plays the the audio file directly to the other dude's brain, basically of his daughter singing in French, mm-hmm. and he's like, she learned the entire French language in the time it took her to sing that song, mm-hmm. and it's like nothing's earned anymore; it's just given yeah. to you. Yeah. And so, True. so do you value it? Yeah, and so I guess you can tie that into the ending where you've got Major kind of owning the state that she's in, and how is she going to use this and actually earn what she has mm-hmm. instead of just being like, "Well, this is you know, this happened to me, and this is my lot in life," mm-hmm. or you know, even like with her with her boyfriend slash villain being like, "Come with me to the to the network," mm-hmm. she's like, "No." Mm-hmm. This is this is my cross to bear, so to speak, or you know, this is this my is where I belong, thing. is what she's yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. The uh, and the thing about like that motivation, like I loved, I loved, 
I, in theory, I love all of the ideas that like you know are there, but I, they didn't emphasize enough of them and give you reasons to care about enough. Because yeah. even whenever she's like, "I belong," I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I guess you belong because like your whole but team why? and your friends, like they're they're those are your people." Or your like, mom, and then your mom. You know, it's like those are all the reasons, and you you know this. Like if you think about, okay, well, why did she say that? But like you don't feel it. Like I yeah. never felt like that belonging. Like I never felt like she made that connection where she made the, the leap from I'm just a robot to I belong yeah. and I'm a, a person and I belong. I thought they also like, they also touched on like free will. Like, you know, whenever yeah. she's always like, I give my, for sure. My consent. Uh, consent. And then she's like, we never really needed it. You know, yeah. I feel like, you know, that, that, that has a, that could have been a very timely kind of thing. It's yeah. like, you know, like how much of our pro- own privacy is just like, you know, yeah, we do we give away every single day whenever we you know, like give Facebook access to your microphone or you know like re- user agreements. But then again, I feel like you know South Park did it better. Whenever there's butter <laughs> scrolling through the iTunes agreement, it's like we uh, you give us permission to sew your mouth to another user's butthole. <laughs> Deny. Click. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who reads those? Nobody reads those things. They're for butters. Yeah. <laughs> we stress agree. <laughs> are we, and at that point, are we really giving our consent? I guess is the, you know, they're yeah. the point they're making. But yeah. like, and I, you could have gone down that road. Yeah. Really well here. Yeah. Yeah. And like reinvestigate that to an extreme. Like, yeah. and that's the thing about like sci-fi and, and whenever you leap forward into kind of a, uh, a very like, dirty you know world in the future and like you can investigate the extremes of life mm-hmm. and so that's where like we like the most interesting thing that's why that whole sequence of like we're plugging people up to be you know to be a server and we're putting people in in you know throwing them away in bags and stuff and it's like uh, this is all the extreme yeah of what what's going on here and we didn't spend enough time in the extremes we spent, spent a lot more time walking down the street uh that looks you know, like a digital version of uh like las vegas or tokyo or like whatever it is whatever they're yeah. trying to, to yeah, put yeah. forward here so yeah, yeah. <laughs> the biggest miss as far as payoff where i was like oh this seems like it's important i wonder where this will go the whole feeding the dogs thing oh my gosh that could have been so good because that dog well, was so cute yeah, what was the payoff for that there wasn't one oh. it was just this weird quirk well she, like, she like smiled like whenever she like the, the first time she was in the alley she was like she didn't even care about the dog I love the she, next time yeah, she's she like petting stand, it. standing there yeah yeah and it just kind of came up to her like, yeah that's kind of cool I thought that was a good visual. And then like whenever she actually fed the dog, like she smiled a little bit, but like you kind of wish that like at the end there'd been like a moment of her, like, Hey, this is, you know, we're, we're buddies now. This is my dog yeah, buddy. Well, just, I don't know. We both have it invisible seemed like suits. It was a very intentional thing that didn't really play into like any kind of character growth for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, so yeah. I was talking to you guys downstairs where like there was the, uh, there's the, the Fox character where yeah. at the, at the end, whenever all stuff starts going off and he takes his like six shooter out of his desk and plops it on the desk. And I'm <laughs> like, dude, this is, this is one of those moments where it's like, if you hang the wall, the gun on the wall in act one, you've got to fire it in act two. And it's like, that was one of the, and it totally paid off. I was mm-hmm. so happy about that. I was like, if he doesn't shoot this gun and like wipe out some folk <laughs> with this gun. Mm-hmm. And we in fact had like, a showdown, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just a straight up shootout, like showdown right at the end, mm-hmm. like high noon situation, or I guess it, it was night, so mm-hmm. high midnight. If you want to, if you want a masterclass in payoffs, you should watch the Hateful Eight. Have you seen the Hateful Eight? Oh man, so good. 
So good. Yeah. Mm. Like everything pays off. Mm. Yeah. Like, good night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just whenever you think there's nothing else to pay off, they pay something else off. <laughs> You're like, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, man. That movie rolls credits debt free. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, we ready to rate it now. Yep. yep. All right. What do you guys rate this thing? I'm going to give this a six out of 10. Okay. Wow. What do you give it? That's lower than what I gave Independence Day Resurgence. Oh. Oh, boy. So I assume that yours is a little bit higher than that then. Yeah. On this one. I actually didn't want to pluck my eyeballs out watching (laughs) this one. Uh, uh, I was going to give it like a 7.5. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I am sitting right there. Like, I see, it's hard for me to dip it into the sixes um, because, like, I did enjoy myself, but it's like, I don't know. It's 6.99. I'll go right there. <laughs> right there with it. We're breaking it into quarters know, right? now. Grief. This is, uh, this We're is, the, this is a this thousand is point scale. A thousand yeah. point scale. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, that's it. It's no going back now. No, nope. it's plugged in. It's, it's, it's locked in forever. <laughs> All right. What are we reviewing next week, John? I don't think we're reviewing anything next Good. week. So I think we can be talking about uh, the Rebels episodes. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about that. <gasps> yeah. Have you watched them yet? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I watched I the entire season. I still haven't watched the season finale. Ooh, Have you seen the boy. season finale? Yeah. yeah, I didn't do that this past weekend. I needed to. There's some good stuff. I've, I, I, I've been I've been like prepping for that as well, like uh, reading up and that sort of thing. So yeah. See, I, I still want to have a primary, like our primary discussion about the um, twin sons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That episode. There's I agree. Some, there's some great stuff to explore there. I agree. Right. And uh, yeah. I, we'll we'll definitely dive dive in deep on that one next week. Cool. Are, Are you re- Rebels first? Do you watch Rebels? Oh yeah, oh, I'm all caught up. Oh my I, gosh! I rewatched episode one this week. The movie. We could yeah. just dive into that discussion right now about <laughs> Twin Sons, and I'd be happy. No, it's okay. This has already been an hour episode. <laughs> okay, we'll save it. We'll save. Unless it. you want to, I don't know how much time you have. No, I I, I should probably go to bed. Yeah, I should probably go to bed too. <laughs> We can uh, we can get you if you want to be on the podcast next week. It's always like I said, it's always open. I, I will see. I'll, I'll, I'll look in my planner. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> next week we're going to talk about Star Wars. That's it for this week, though. You can find us online at StayInTargetPodcast.com on Twitter at Chris Wright Two Five Zero and John Wright Seven 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 and Voltron Eighty Four and at Stay On Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice and review our podcast. Or Tell your die. friends about us. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I never, I never. I'm here that. to provide a little bit of urgency. Little, <laughs> it's it's one of like one of those uh, those viral emails. Yeah. Like, if you don't forward this, you will die in three days. And I'm like, what? A Syrian prince will die of a weird disease unless you donate ten thousand dollars. <laughs> my favorite's when I'm like, I will give you my entire fortune. Like, why would you ever do that? Like. <laughs> Gosh. It's like all I need is a hundred dollars from you, and then I I will get my fortune back, yeah. and I'll give it to you. And I'm like, well, if it only took a hundred dollars, it can't be that big. These are so many like just hoops <laughs> we're jumping through here at this point. <laughs> I don't know if I feel comfortable with the situation. I don't think I believe you. <laughs> oh man, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. target.